Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi, how you wear? And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Today, we have our Kiwi sister in the house, acclaimed broadcaster Brody Kane, the brains behind Girls Uninterrupted, a podcast for all of the ridiculous chat between best friends. Brody, thank you for joining us. Hey! Oh, hi, ladies, how are you? Good, oh. how the fuck are you, though? Do you know what? I'm really good, actually. It's, uh, you know, it's a grim weather day here in Ōtutahi Christchurch, mm. but we've had four days in a row where it was like 18, 90 deg- 19 degrees, which is massive in August. So I'm actually, I'm actually doing okay. I'm fine. Good Isn't that you. amazing? Just a bit of that vitamin D and mm. suddenly you're like, actually, life is okay. Oh, I know. And it's like... Um, I had, I've had two days where I've been out in my bikini sunbathing and then uh, the only thing it doesn't help with is it's that when you're in lockdown and you're back to being a borderline alcoholic mm-hmm. and then you try and have try and set up a couple of alcohol-free days, but then the sun comes out and you're like, well, not today because absolutely not. <laughs> no, the disrespect, we, we just cannot have, be having that. Now, speaking of bikinis... Yes. I have an absolute bone to pick with you, Brody Kane. <laughs> so I was listening to your podcast and you pulled the absolute rug out from underneath me. So I was listening away, innocently eating dinner, and you were started talking about Love Island. And it came to my attention <laughs> that Love Island would finish whilst I'm still in lockdown. And I just don't know why I had never thought about it before. Love Island, can we discuss? You're a big fan. Oh, 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 it's funny, the Love Island fascination, because I I think I took, I didn't watch last season, mm. and I, I'm, I'm trying to remember the last season I watched, and I used to fall for it really hard, and then I think sometimes if you're not in the right headspace, those shows, like, sometimes you're like, nah, nah, mm. I can't do it. I don't know whether it's to do with your own body positivity, confidence mm. and all that kind of mm. bullshit. But sometimes you actually don't want to watch a bunch of hot, hot people just being hot. <laughs> but this particular year, I think it's been perfect escapism for me. And the first, I remember literally mum and I put the first episode on because I'm living at home with mum. So we put the first episode on and the first 20 minutes, I was just mouthing off, bagging it. I was like, what am I watching? I'm getting dumber. I can feel my brain. I'm losing brain cells. And then somehow it just like, it hooked me in and it's been such an emotional journey for me. I I just haven't, I've loved it. I don't know what it is this time around. I've just loved it. It's escapism. There's some, been some great characters. I have questions and I'm sure that you have questions as well, just yeah. for the producers in general. Okay, first off the rank, UTIs. The girls are in bikinis 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Where are UTIs? Uh, you know, are we fucking up the Ural every evening? What's going on? Number two, periods on those white sheets. Have we swapped to moon cups? Like these are just little things that keep me up at night, Brody. Mm. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because particularly around the UTIs, I mean, the, the fashion this, these days is a very high-waisted tog, yeah. <laughs> um, which only makes you assume that it's just bunching up a bit more. So you, I, do you know what? That's so funny. I'd never thought about the period thing and the white sheets. Actually, yeah. I, what gets me, and I, I've seen various anecdotal yarns as to why, but I would actually really appreciate seeing them fucking eat once in a while. Yeah. Like, I, I, heard, I read something the other day that was like, 
they charge their mic like watching people eat is boring apparently that's when they charge their microphones up I'm like do you know how many times I see them sit there though with those in those token terrible dates and there's a cheese platter or a, a bowl of pasta and they don't eat it it just yeah. just eat the food eat the food kills me such a waste of yeah. yeah such a waste of quality Kai Look, we've got to tell you, Brody. last episode we had a bit of backlash, didn't we, Jules? Mm-hmm. We had a bit of backlash on the show. We had the sheer audacity to cut out our beloved love language question. So it's back, bitches. We're going to get straight into it. Brody Kane, what is your love language? Okay. Have you got a violin on hand? Yep. Um, yeah. Good. Um, I'm really sorry to tell you. That I've never been in love. Okay. Oh yeah, same. Oh, me, me neither. Actually. Yeah, but it's your yeah. love language. So how you're like to so your friends and family? Yes. Are you a you're oh, you're obviously a good communicator. So do you have a way with words or? Okay then. Okay, that's fair. I, that's fair then. If we've all if we're all loveless losers, okay, yeah. I can go with. I, mine is communicating actually, yeah. mm-hmm. and and sometimes I think over the years that's probably got me in trouble. But I would way way rather discuss something and, and get it off my chest mm. than than bury anything away. And and so in two, yeah, that that's my that's my one mm-hmm. absolutely wholeheartedly to do. that's that is one a eh? communication. Yeah. Yep. So well, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. So uh, how do you feel like you love in terms of if we're looking at your friends and family are you a gift giver do you like acts of service are you someone to do favors and help out your friends I definitely think that um oh god I'm not a gift I'm not like a gift giver yeah mm-hmm. I'm a time I'm a time okay. giver so you're, quali- you're quality, quality time, time. yeah you're a quality time girl yeah 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 that I think that's sense. what I am I'm not I'm not like the yeah I don't need to be told stuff either yeah. that's another one isn't it mm-hmm. or the I don't know yeah I, do, I, do you know I don't know I, I, it's not. I'm not necessarily saying that I don't believe. I don't know. Is that terrible? Am I being a cold-hearted bitch? By Absolutely not. Believe? I think it's just as in you don't believe in the love languages. Is that what you're saying? No, I do think I believe in the love languages, but I think that I don't know if I can define myself yet. Mm. I, honestly, oh no, that's fine. You can actually be a tad of a few. Yeah, can't you? you can be. A yeah. mi- you could be a bit of everything, babe. Love that for you. I think I'll just dip into a few. It's so funny when we <laughs> ask that question, our guests normally freak. The f- it's like they're so scared of being judged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm the gift giver over here. No, I'm, I'm the worst yeah, out I'm, of them. I'm words of affirmation. Yeah, so. Big Are time. you? Yeah, big time. I hadn't even heard of these things till about two years ago. So I'm quite new to the game with love languages. So, but look, if anyone, yeah, if it, if it gets you through the day, Knowing what love language you are, then good, good, good for you. I just don't. I just don't think about it that much. That's terrible. Oh, what a nice life that must be. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love that for you, Brody. All right, Brody. Uh, who are you? Where does the story start with Brody Kane? Can you give our GBs a little spiel? Mm. Oh crikey! How long have you got? You've been in the game a long ass time. You've had an amazing radio career amongst everything else you've achieved. So, how did you get to where you are now? Right, so, okay, um, yes, so I, yes, was, I went to high school, went to uni and decided that I wanted to be a journalist and so I studied journalism at uni and then straight after uni I, I went, um, I moved from Christchurch up to Auckland, started work at a place called Radio Live, was a journalist there for three and a half years and I moved to another station here called News Talk ZB. Mm-hmm. After that, I went overseas for a year, did the old OE, which was fantastic, came back, started working for TVNZ, uh, which is one of our big TV networks here, on a political show called Q&A. After that, I worked on a show called Seven Sharp, which coincidentally is at 7pm at night, like it's a 7pm kind of current affairs show. 
After that, I went on to Fair Go, which is a consumer-based show, which I think is like a current affair you know, over lo- in Australia. I love Fair Go. I grew up in New Zealand, mm-hmm. so I'm familiar with all these shows. Fair Go is the OG. It's Fair like Go's 40 years the old. fucking shit. Mm. So that was one of my favourite jobs, mm. working on Fair Go. And then after that, I worked on The Breakfast Show as a sports presenter. And after that, then I then I took a job in radio back home in Christchurch because I love I, I love television, but I love radio as well. And mm. it was a breakfast show, and I've always thought how cool it would be to be on a breakfast show. So I did that. I moved back down to Christchurch in twenty into twenty seventeen, smashed that out, and then it was going really well, in my opinion, and yeah. actually in the in the ratings, it was it was climbing up. Yeah. Um, and then bugger me days if in February. Last year, which was sort of just before mm. COVID really went tits up, um, I got made redundant. Mm. So that came as a shock. Like it did come as a shock. It sort of came out of nowhere. And then, of course, we went into our first lockdown mm. and people were losing their jobs yeah. and the media industry left, right and centre. And it was like, holy shit, oh, my God. You know, all the sorts of feelings were going through my head. We had started, while I was still working there, though, we'd started what was then formerly Girls on Top, podcast with um, two other wonderful Wahine, Gracie and Caitlin but yeah I got my, got my redundant you know you got a mortgage you got all this adulting shit and you're like oh my god I've lost my job mm. so then I was like in lockdown thinking what am I going to do what am I going to do what am I going to do we rebranded we pulled any involvement in terms of the podcast and, and independently own it and relaunched it in lockdown called the girls uninterrupted I started another one called Kiwi Yarns to that was sort of like a passion project for me in terms of like going back into those kind of journalism skills. And then I was like, fuck it, why don't I just start my own company and call mm. it Brody Kane Media and start figuring out all the things that I love doing and how I can make them part of a business. Mm. And that's what I'm doing. So we, we, we're hissing along and it can be from, I'm actually starting to look at expanding and, and creating some more podcasts. I work with businesses like emceeing, public speaking, video content, all of the things. And I absolutely love it. Broad, circling back to the redundancy chat, because Jodes and I are actually a part of that club as well. Mm. For most of us, it's bad enough having your life immediately turned upside down with that news privately. But with being a radio host at the time, you also had to deal with the public axing of your breakfast show. Can you talk us through that? How was how were you presented with that news? Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because I, th- I think that what anyone that gets made redundant must remember is it's not personal. Mm. And I think that I got that advice really, really early on from a couple of people. Again, the redundancy club is massive. So when I got that advice, do not take it personally, I, I actually found that was the most helpful piece of advice. You, you are, unfortunately, a cog in a wheel. So that was, that was a good thing. That sort of made me sort of not feel that, I guess, shame and embarrassment that I think is often associated with, uh, with redundancy. And I think you are judged more on how you handle a situation like that. And, you know, New Zealand's a very small place and and the industry's small. So it's like, okay, this is just part of a plan that Mm -hmm. I'm no longer a part of and that's just what's going to happen. And you can, you definitely chew through your emotions privately, but I think ultimately it's, you know, you have to make some decisions and go, okay, that's probably that's part of the plan. I mean, I'm not super like. I mean, I do think things happen for a reason, but it's also to do with what you decide to do with those. So, it was tricky, but 
you just had to be, I just was tried to be as graceful as possible. Mm, 100%. And I know that you said you don't believe everything happens for a reason, but clearly it does with mm. this new media company. How exciting for you. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, w- when I say that, I, yeah, I think it's more that I think that shit happens and then sometimes the next determination is what you decide to do. Completely. You know, it comes with, cho- you know, everything happens, but there's choices along the way. So that's kind of um, what's happened. But yeah, I, I, I love it. Like you girls will know how amazing and how enjoyable and fun podcasting is and what and what a wonderful medium it is mm. and has become is a whole different kind of community for people that's different to watching a TV show or listening to the radio. Like it's just something else. And and so I love, you know, chatting to the likes of you two and, and it actually being a community of kick-ass people taking things into their own bloody hands. 100%. And speaking of communities, Girls Uninterrupted, man, how's that been going? When we were getting into it ourselves, mm. I actually realised um, I had a bit of a connection to one of your co-host Gracie so we went to we both went to AUT and I remember being in uh, journalism classes with her oh yeah, and that's so cool we're actually bloody friends on Facebook so I was like oh my god it's Gracie <laughs> yeah I, was, I love Gracie yeah, we've actually worked we've actually worked together our first job together was when we worked on Seven Sharp so we've known each other since like 2013 yeah brilliant um and actually the podcast started because I always like so when it started which is three and a half years ago it, I, I, I wanted to start one and I wasn't quite sure how I was going to do it and I was going to start one with a couple of other women and then they weren't allowed to do it because of another job that they were doing and then so someone said we actually started a podcast which was to review uh, review a show over here called Heartbreak Island and look the show was, you know, a reality show and it wasn't like amazing, but shit, we had fun talking about it. So then after that finished, we were like, should we just keep doing the podcast? And so should we just, this is what I've wanted to do for ages. So should we just keep doing them? So we just keep doing them and renamed, well, I mean, the, the, the first podcast were called The Heartbreakers, which was like for the show. And then we changed to Girls on Top, which we love that name. But then, yeah, when we went independent, we had to just rebrand and now it's the girls uninterrupted and I think possibly what you girls will agree with Mm. is that how wonderful is it to have a safe cool say what you like environment where other women men gender neutral whoever want to come and listen and know that you're going to talk about everything and you're going to wear your heart on your sleeve and you're going to say things that possibly you've never said out loud before but you know, the amount of messages that we get from people feeling like they're part of something and they feel safe listening and they don't feel ashamed that they sucked a guy's dick at the weekend and he didn't call back or like, you know, from, from that to politics to everything. So um, I'm sorry if that came out of nowhere, um, but I know that you guys talk about that. <laughs> oh, honey, that's very um, on brand for us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good, good. So, yeah, so I just, I, I love that um, we have this beautiful community of listeners and um we did a a tour last year which was amazing we were going to do one again to like sort of towards the end of this year but fucking lockdown and shit Mm. so we'll we'll do it again next year so we yeah we love it it's it's like it's like as much therapy for us too though once a week it's like right you know so it's it's awesome oh completely jodes and i have cried on here Mm. we've you know when you start talking and you're like but why am I about to cry? 
high and your voice goes high pitched. We were like, we do that all the time, my dear. And you're right about the community thing because we talk about subjects where we're like, oh, this is just so basic and no one will listen. Mm. And then we have so many DMs being like, wow, I never knew that I was the only one getting ghosted again and again and again. We're like, fuck, if we compiled all of these DMs, everyone's going through it, just no one's speaking about it. Yeah, 100%. We could have a whole book of people just saying thank you so much for Mm. making me feel heard. And honestly, the messages that we receive bring me to bloody tears. Mm. Well, isn't it amazing when you think about like, so I'm 35, right? And I just think about when I was in my, I guess, early to late teens and then even 20s just how many things to do with women were taboo or not spoken about. I mean, even if you look at how far we've come in terms of fucking just talking about periods, for goodness sake, as if they're some sort of like shame thing that happens. Whereas now it's, you know, it's a lot more common to talk about things like women's rights to do with abortion and, Mm -hmm. and all of these conversations that more and more women are having and not being frightened to talk about, which you guys and ourselves are, part of that and so I think it's important to realise that and go okay you know like I remember one day I mean mean, gosh we talk about poos and shit a lot as well and every time like well not not like we don't try and be gross but I remember the day that I talked about having a hemorrhoid Mm And then I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I've just talked about having fucking hemorrhoids on. And then same thing, inbox comes in, all these chicks are like, thank you so much for normalising, you know, like I've had this and (laughs) I've had that. It's like, right, good. All right, we're we're on the right track. It's fine. (laughs) 100%. We love it. Also, Brody, we've got to get into it. So I'm an ex-Auckland girl as well. I lived in Westmere for years. So I get it. I get the vibes. But we've also heard through the grapevine that you are ready to give Auckland a proper nudge. We've actually labelled it, Jules and I, the Auckland Brody Kane sex tour. Can you give us the lowdown? Because I hear you've been going through it and we need to get into it, Broads. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So basically, I've been single for 567 years. Yeah. Which... I will, you know, I will admit that I'm absolutely okay with it. I'm probably almost too okay with it. You know, you get so used to being an independent bitch and all of that. Yeah. And, you know, I think, yeah, like I'm so okay with it. And I and, and I just, my tolerance for fuckwits is, it, I just, I'm not interested in shit one night stands anymore. I've had plenty of those. I don't need average sex. I don't need average men in my life. Yeah. So then we had this chick on the podcast a few weeks ago called Rebecca Campbell. She's written a book about how she went on 138 dates, at least one date every week until she got to 138. Because she was like, if I focus enough energy on finding love as I do into other things in my life, like a very successful career, then let's see what happens. I mean, it is a spoiler, but it's a cool spoiler. Like, the date number 138 is now her husband with kids. Oh, oh I love it! I know. So her, her story, though, actually, like, I'm not going on a date a week. That's too exhausting. But <laughs> it just actually inspired me to go, okay, mate, you, okay, cool. So you sit around and be like, I need a man, blah. Mm. But it's like... I would like to meet someone nice and by sitting on my ass and sulking and thinking that I'm just like, well, I mean, like, where are they? Mm. Is probably not the most counterproductive way to go about these things. Mm. So I've decided that when I move back to Auckland that I'm going to get back in the game, (laughs) which is fucking terrifying. Well, love that because it sounds like you also have what we call big click energy. Um, You know, being an outspoken woman... Especially in the media, has that kind of 
cock blocked you, or I guess clit blocked you uh, from meeting men. I love that. I'm just writing that down. Yeah. That is fantastic. Big clit energy. energy yeah. Big clit energy. That is amazing. I totally agree with you. It's funny, isn't it? Because you. Yeah, I think that's part of that kind of tolerance thing. It's just like, well, this is who I am, and if you're, uh, uh, you know, if you're not interested, that's fine. But I'm not going to certainly, yeah, I'm not going to tone down the BCE mm. at all, because why should I? And so I, I, I do often wonder about that and and putting it, you know, you're a strong person, you're, you know, I, I, even using a word like bossy now, is because is is that just seems to be the automatic that we describe strong women mm, as, not mm. necessarily men, mm. you know, so I think, yes, I think that may have been a, 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 a factor and I just think there's, yeah, I don't know, and also I think as I get older, my standards mm. are getting higher. Mm. So not lower, as yeah. some people may suspect that you're supposed to do. I'm like, this guy has got to be brilliant. Mm. He can't be an asshole. He can't be a dick. I'm not going to settle. I know plenty of people that have settled. That looks shit. I'd rather not. But I've, I do appreciate that I have to make more of an effort than I have been making of late. Yeah, okay. I think we're all guilty of that. Well, 100%. On, on that note, I'm going to take us to break, but Brody, stick around because we're, you're going to help us with a listener question who's been fuck buddies with someone for far too long, in our opinion. But we'll, we'll wait until after the break. GBs, follow your gals at Good Bitch Pod. We'll see you then. All right, GBs, you are back with Jules and Brody Kane. Now, Jodes has had to duck out, but she's left Brody in very good hands with me. So, Brody, you're going to help me answer a question. Are you all good with that? Yeah, I love a listener question. Hit me. GB says, what is your view on having a friend with benefits for over three years? We have been seeing each other for three years and I never get bored of him. I have strong feelings for him, but three years later, he still says he doesn't want anything serious. He treats me like a queen, Dot. I I recently blocked him on all socials because I discovered he's living with a female flatmate that he says he occasionally has sex with. I am extremely heartbroken at the moment and all I think about is him in lockdown with that girl. Please help. Initial thoughts. Oh, oh no. No, no. Three years. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? See, isn't it funny that I literally just a few moments ago talked about many of the reasons why I'm still single because so many men, not all, I'm not a man hater. I actually love men. Some of my best friends are men. Mm -hmm. But fuck, some of them are horrific. And this is a horrific man. This is a selfish Mm -hmm. prick. Mm -hmm. And... I'm really sorry that this has happened to you, but there is no other alternative than cutting this man out of your life. Good on you for blocking him. It's really obviously hard being in lockdown because it's not like you've got heaps of things that can distract you, mm-hmm. but he, he's done. Toast. You cannot have anything to do with him ever again. You could like bounce a, a, a finale message you know, because he might be thinking, what's happening? Mm-hmm. You could, I, I would get your, your besties around and collate the best kind of see you off your fuck, never want to see you yeah, again message, message. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and then it's it. That it Dales, it has to be it. He does not respect you at all. That's what I'm he getting wants- confused about with the, he treats me like a queen. Well, GB, you know I love you, but he doesn't respect you. 
Like the end of, he doesn't respect you. I think what happens, you know, we females, you know, we love being, we love attention and we love feeling good. And often that can put the blinkers up to those other issues. And I think that while he's with you, he obviously treats you right Mm. at the at the time. Mm -hmm. But then there's obviously too much time where he isn't, which Mm. is, you know, when he's hanging out with the female flatmate and stuff. So he wants his cake and he wants to eat it too. And you need to shove that cake in his face because he does not deserve your time anymore. Relish and reflect on the really fun times, but you deserve to be treated better, way better than that. Completely. And I think just because someone eats your pussy good, but they don't want to hold your hand in public, like that that speaks volumes. And I think, my darling, go off energy. You knew as soon as you saw that, it, like the Instagram or Facebook or whatever it was, something, I bet you, your stomach dropped and you... You just knew. Like our intuition as women is off the Richter, off the rails. Yeah. So I, it's, it'll be hard. It's not going to be easy. Three years is a really long time and you obviously have feelings for him. But the best thing you can do is, and, and I, yeah, I, do the message or something if you want to, because I know that we're, you know, we're wild, wired a bit different. Mm. And if that helps you, mm. but don't write it and send it straight away. Like send it to a couple of people. Or, Hundreds. You know, yeah. Leave it, leave it overnight <laughs> and, and read it again kind of thing. And then, and then fire it away and, and, and do that. And then that's that. You can draw a line in the sand mm. and just leave him immediately. <laughs> Well, I'm going to say on your podcast, I actually love all of your listener questions. Was Has there been any really memorable ones that you can think of? Um, we, do you know what? We we have so many amazing listener questions and, and actually a really amazing one we had last week was just beautifully expressed story from this young woman who has done things that... Oh, I don't know. I was. I found it. I actually almost found it not in a bad way. But she was so honest and opened up about all of the experiences she has and has had with alcohol mm-hmm. in terms of going out and getting white girl wasted, blackout drunk, turns into a different person. And so much of what she was saying was really, really scarily relatable. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's decided to to stop drinking, and she was worried about you know society and what society would think of her, but. That was pretty incredible for her to open up like that. And then the great thing that happens, we also had one a few weeks ago about a a, a chick that was talking about she's been with her partner for a long time, like five years or so, and his family aren't very nice to her, Mm. and which just tears her apart. And the great thing is we, I mean, we're no experts, but we just sort of offer our tidbits based on our own life advice. But then what's really cool is a whole bunch of other listeners then send similar experiences through and mm. we share all those. And a whole bunch of people did with that particular question because people could relate to the whole in-laws thing. So I love when when there's like, we're all here to help you, you know, like it's really, really cool. Completely. We just spoke about um, freezing your eggs because it's something that Jodes and I never thought about. But now lockdown, we're like, how long is this? We're, we do, both don't have partners. You know, Jodes is 31. Like, what do we do? And we posted on our on our story and we got so much medical advice. We got so many GBs writing in what, what they wish they had have done. And it's just, yeah, it's a lovely th- feeling when people genuinely want to help the next good bitch out or you know the next girl girls uninterrupted listener out yeah and I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier in terms of thank goodness there is now these platforms for want of a better term 
for women to do this, mm. you know, again, like who would, who, who did you talk to when you were 17 or 18 about Completely. your period or, or a guy poking you uncomfortably and whether that was not normal. Whereas mm. now it's like, we can all actually feel safe enough. I love it. Cause I'm actually at home with mum, but um, I don't know if she can hear me. Um, she <laughs> listens, she listens, but she listens to the podcast anyway. And even she, actually she says one of the, like sometimes things come out of my mouth and I'm like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. But um, she's like, there was never any kind of discussions like mm-hmm. this when they were young. And if you were doing, thing with, doing things with boys at any stage, you were a slut. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, that was the same it, even, even for me growing up. And so to be able to create a space where women go, actually, well, I was listening to the good bitches or the girls uninterrupted. And it was hilarious because they were talking about how, why all guys just don't know how to treat a clip properly, which is like we talk about so, so much because it's like, guys, like just relax. It's yeah. not a punching bag. It's like, do you like to be poked furiously anywhere on your body? Yeah, well, yeah. no. So don't do that there. So, we, you know, but there was never any of that when we were younger. So I just love that it is a space for everyone to sort of go, oh, great. And then you might have the courage to be like, hey, stop doing that to my clip. That's really uncomfortable. Mm. Amen, <laughs> So amen. we're changing lives. <laughs> oh, gosh, I wouldn't stretch it that far. Brody. you have been absolutely amazing. Uh, we end every interview with the same question. Brody Kane, what's something you've never told anyone before? I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that I'm um, – bloody virtuous or angelic or anything. I just am such a fucking open book. Mm. What have I never... Um, no, that's not even something that I haven't told anyone. Like, I, I all I can think about is a bad habit. Like, I, I pick my nose too much. Done. Is, is that it? Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Because Tegan Yorith said that her farts smell beautiful. That's not... They, they can't. She's lying. I yeah. love <laughs> That's not a thing, is it? Apparently. We, well, we clearly can't smell through the screen. No, next time I see her, I'm going, uh, that's interesting. But, oh, hey, if that's her jam, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. But, yeah, I would say that, yeah, I pick my, I, I, like, I'm, I, I'll always jam a finger up there before I go to get a tissue. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, you do it yeah. in public, like in the car and stuff? I try not to. I think sometimes we subconsciously, if we're sitting at the lights, just go, oh, fuck it. But... I try not to do it in public, but at home, if I like, if I'm in, if I'm in wherever, I'd instead of just going and walking to get a tissue, I will just put, pick my nose. I'm sorry. Damn oh it. well, lockdown's been good for you then, doll. Trapped inside, <laughs> you can pick away, Brody. Exactly. Thank you so much for coming on to Good Bitch. Where can our GBs find you? Right, so yes, been an absolute pleasure talking to you as well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm on Instagram at Brody Jean Kane, and um, the Girls Uninterrupted is at the Girls Uninterrupted. Our podcasts are all on all major podcast apps: Apple, Spotify, all the bits and bobs. So yeah, that's where we are. Good bitches, go and give them a follow. Go and listen to Girls Uninterrupted. Follow your gals at Good Bitch Pod on TikTok and IG. We'll see you next Tuesday. Good bitch.